Welcome, heathens and witches, to the horn. And cauldron. Podcast. Podcast. Pub chat. This is the pub chat version. Don't worry about it. Uh, So, uh, I'm John Norgrove. This is Julie Norgrove. This is like the regular podcast, but the small pub chat form. I brought a beer, so it's officially pub. And I have Um, box wine. It's not like I'm not literally drinking in every single one of these episodes, but that's neither here nor there. I'm always drinking something. Yeah. Yeah. Water, beer, wine, sake, whiskey. Sometimes it's tea. Cheese. No. No, that'd be gross. Yeah. I mean, like, you could drink, like, one of those yogurt drinks. Ooh, those are, but... those are not... I'm not a fan of those at all. We are immediately off to a bad start. Uh, <laughs> if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, please give us a like and a subscribe and leave a comment below um, with the things that we're going to ask you to comment about. Stay tuned. We'll ask you. Don't worry. It'll happen. And uh, if you're listening to this on your podcast network of choice... Uh, you're hearing insanity. Welcome. Please leave us a review. Um, that's the only reason. That's the only way we can know that you listened, because there are no analytics. It's all a lie. Uh, or, I mean, there are two ways. It's that and us assigning random. Yeah. If you leave numbers. a review, we may assign you a random uh, listener number. So, we are currently at ten, or maybe eleven, or maybe nine. Honestly. Uh, you know, it's, um, it's like the prices. That's not the prices, right? It's like that one where the points don't matter. What, what game shows that from the nineties? I think all game shows the points matter. No, 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 no. It's, um, Oh, that's who's who, line, who's is, line it anyway. is it anywhere yeah. where the points don't matter. Yeah. It's all make believe nobody's going to win and the points don't matter, but you can still get points anyway. So why not? Why not leave that review? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, uh, okay. So we're going to get right into it. Uh, today's pub chat. Uh, the question that came to my mind is, uh, I wrote it down so I can frame it properly. Off the top of our heads, we didn't do no research or talk about this beforehand. What are the, what are our, like, not necessarily top 10, but like the, like, like 10 tips for baby witches. Ooh, right? that's and, a good and, one. And the reason why is because you're always, you're always seeing baby witches or whatever. I hate that term. You're always seeing like baby witches or whatever on the internet being like, I'm just getting into this. What do I do? Or like, I'm new to this. Can I do this thing? Or whatever, right? So they're always, you know, you're, you're getting all these like baby witch questions. And I thought, you know what? Instead of trying to address individual baby witch questions, why don't we just kind of do like a, like a list of 10. Everybody likes lists, right? I mean whatever analytics or some nonsense. Um, but like, <laughs> let's do a list of like, of like the 10 things that a baby witch needs to know. Right. Or what have you. All right, uh, and all I'm going right. to start this list off with tip number one for baby witches. Um, stop calling yourself a baby witch. As soon as you do a little witchery, witch or heathen or whatever your term is. Um, like, self belittling and i understand like it like if the term that you like to use is baby witch like do it i'm literally always here to support that shit but like if you're like new and simply like inexperienced or like don't know what's going on or whatever like that's fine but like i think oftentimes baby witch is thrown about is bandied about as both the like mark of a person who doesn't know and is inconfident in the act of not knowing as well as um, it's just sort of like, like I feel like sometimes it's used a bit derogatorily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so like, just don't call yourself a baby the... witch. Just call yourself a witch and just be like a witch who's still learning stuff. Yeah. As an example, um, I have been practicing some form of 
like heathenry, witchcraft, ulterior, uh, ulterior, alternative religious shenanery for like the most of my life. Uh, and I am literally every single day still learning new shit. So th that never ends. Yeah, right? uh, same. A student, same. be a student of magic, but you don't need to be an infant of magic. Yeah, I mean, of course, if you want to call yourself a baby, oh, yeah, like if that's the ahead, term that you're into no or problems. whatever, like rock and roll, dog. but like, um, but don't think that it like has to be your like, yeah, you know, because like, dude, I've seen stuff. I've seen people online just be like, "You're a baby witch until your first year of witchcraft, and you've gone through all of the." That's just like you've a gone super through all arbitrary of the time frame. It's so arbitrary. It's so arbitrary. You know what it is? It's gatekeeping. It is, and I'm not into that. It is gatekeeping. That is not a thing that I yeah. enjoy. So number one, don't call yourself a baby witch unless yeah. you want to be called that um yeah. and you're not a baby you're just a student of magic yeah and also you can call yourself a variety of other cool things yeah. you could call yourself an apprentice or a novice yeah novice or you could just a novice witch call sounds yourself a too. witch yeah um which witch yeah because i am constantly learning about yeah, if you're not stuff. learning new stuff you either know everything already what's up come here we can interview you or uh you're confused <laughs> so boom number one that all yeah. right what would be the second sort of tip for baby witches trust your intuition trust your intuition i like that. um trust your intuition because one of the things that i see all the time trust in is, thyself. is tell me what what this means uh, particularly talking about things like divination like those egg divination spells umancy like, are like super to common say omancy, uh, you and see also that about. for tarot cards and just like generally like so, seeing I, the shit thing in that, the, on the, the thing ground. that the thing that is one of the most difficult things that you can do in your practice is to trust your intuition and i know for for those of for for those nine of you that do listen to us like you know that we say this all the time but like you have to continue to build on the, on your intuition you have to you know is something a sign i don't know you're the one who knows it's a thing that you saw is it a sign yeah if it um, feels signy sign if it doesn't feel so signy not a sign if it feels signy but you don't know what it is read a book you know, ask for help, obviously. Like, if you need help, ask for help or what have you. But, like, you know, like, if 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 you're asking, is this a sign, then, like, you probably already think it's a sign. At which point, what could this sign mean? Much better question, right? Yeah. Frame that question in a way where you've already, you've already agreed to the belief structure that it is a sign, right? Yeah. This is, like, trust in your intuition. Trust in thine self. Yeah. is the way that I would yeah. say this. It's and sort of like believe in yourself. It helps to write stuff down at least until you can start remembering and like See, and having I, those links. I'm going to say this is number three right here. Write it down. You don't need to have like a fancy book. You can use the notes app. I use my notes app for cosplay projects for literally designing and engineering like structures, like things that I need to build. I just write out how I wanna build it. I write like my short stories in the app. I have a piece of software that's better than the notes app and I almost don't ever use it and I just use the notes app. Um, but I also use the notes app to write down tarot cards or sometimes write it down also means you have a cell phone on you all the time. Just take a fucking picture of that stuff. Right? 
Like, like if I'm doing, if I'm, if I'm drawing like nine tarot cards from like five different decks, it, I don't, it's too much writing. I know that that's lazy and that's fine. Uh, it's too much writing and I don't want to write all that down. So I will literally just take a picture of it and that's it. In fact, most of the time when I'm taking a picture and like posting a picture of my tarot reading on Instagram, like in my stories, mm-hmm. it's literally because, oh, hey, I just drew these cards, snap this photo put the cards away because like, I need this clean desk space to do whatever like stuff I'm doing for the day. Uh, and I'm going to forget what cards I drew. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> so I might as well take a picture of them. And if I'm going to take a picture, like, you know, make a little stylish, throw a filter on that stuff and yeah. like put that on Instagram. Hashtag best witch life, you know? So yeah. like, uh, so like, yeah, write it down. It does not have to be in like a grimoire or like some fancy shit like that. If you want to do that fancy shit, like rock and roll. My handwriting is atrocious in the most profound sense. I have like the worst handwriting. I can read it, but I don't know that anybody else can. And it looks awful. And honestly, it's upsetting to me to write that bad, yeah. but I'm also impatient. So um, I type it on my phone or take a picture of it. But, mm-hmm. like, write it down. When in doubt, write it down. If you definitely don't have doubt about it, write it down anyways. Just write it down. <laughs> right? Record that stuff. And that's just going to help you improve your knowledge. Plus, the act of learning to, like, read tarot cards and symbols and signs and things like that is improved through repetition. And part of that repetition is if you draw the card and you're like, ah, this is the vibe I'm getting. And then you read the little booklet that came with your tarot deck and you're like, ah, this is what this means. And then you write that down. You're reminding yourself, ah, that's what this means. And then the next time you're like, oh, I wonder what this means. You can go to this and be like, this is what this means. What's up? Right. Yeah. So you're like, it, it, it increases the number of times you're practicing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So like, I often write it down. go back to like old polls that I've done and been like, oh, that's what that meant. Totally. Yeah, totally. Uh, I Sometimes I write it down, but never wrote down the translation. And then like two weeks later, I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot I drew these cards. Dope. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes I'll be like, you know, did I? And then I go back and look and then I'm like, oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. that is what those cards meant. A good, good on me yeah, totally, kind of thing. Totally, totally. And sometimes it's just like a picture in my camera roll. And like sometimes I have a grimoire that I'm like writing this stuff down in. Oh my God, I've started like five grimoires. Like physically. Awful, like give up and so sometimes rapidly. it's a, it's a notes app in my phone, which is the thing that I'm probably the best at because like, I mean, come on, we live in modern times. The is right there it's always there yeah uh so that's an easy way to do it and yeah, then i, and I don't know who these people are who can open up a book and just like write in it I, like like it's i'm just I'm well not, I don't have you know that, what that's that perfect for bro. what i think should be the next one is is it doesn't number have to four. be a big deal number four yeah don't make it a big magic deal. doesn't have to be a big deal yeah. now that it is to always, say it, be, better way there to, better s- way to rephrase this it doesn't always have to be pomp and circumstance like it, like, it doesn't always have to be a big deal. It can be a big deal. You want to make a big deal out of it? Make a big deal. You want to do a whole thing? Do a whole thing. You want to throw a bunch of stuff in fire and look, dance around it and such like that? Perfectly fine. You want to just, like, have dinner and, like, do a little meditation about some stuff? Equally fine. Right? Yeah. Because sometimes you'll do, like, really in-depth rituals. Four, right? Yeah. Yes. Sometimes you'll do, like, really in-depth rituals and you'll, like, get all up in it. And sometimes I'm just, like feeling a feeling in the car while I'm driving. Yeah. And I'm like calling forces and stuff. Spontaneous match. 
Yeah. It's sometimes it's sometimes it's a big deal. Sometimes it's not. So you don't there, there's this sort of like conception, you know, especially when you look at like meme, like witchy memes, pagan memes, where it's like, you know, the one like, oh, me and my girlfriend like casting a spell. And it's the scene from like Bride of Chucky. Yeah. And she's got like all the candles and stuff. And sometimes that is absolutely the vibe. But it doesn't have to be the vibe all the time. Yeah. Yeah, totally, totally. Sometimes the vibe is just like getting out the sketchbook and just like being like, I have this like idea for a thing and sketching it. I have I have legit like been driving and been like, oh, I've got this great idea for like a thing. And then like a couple of days later, I'm like, I'm going to sketch this thing out that I thought about. I, I'll tell you what, one time this was like maybe this was like last fall i think i was like i'm gonna like do this like big ritual and have this plan to like uh get out uh, like i do like tie-dye and stuff like to get out a bunch of like paints and like paint this like ritual cloth that i was gonna do this like practice on i was gonna do this like like uh, like ritual on that i had planned i was gonna like paint a bunch of symbols on it and do this like big old thing about it and um i tried to do i tried to like get everything prepared for this ritual man like two three times and just like, just like, didn't get to it. Busy on the weekends, other stuff going on, whatever. When it finally came down to doing it, I drew the thing out that I wanted to draw out and all that kind of stuff. Just in like, like my, I have like a little like five by seven notepad that I like do art on, and I just did it on my little like five by seven notepad. Just like sitting there, like after dinner one night while we were like watching, I don't know, some anime or something on tv like not nearly this whole like candles and smoke and shenan yeah like i've done the big old candles and smoke and shenan and i have also done rituals on the hood of my bronco yeah (laughs) you know like wow it's not too rainy and it's the middle of winter so i'm just gonna do this ritual on the hood of the bronco because i don't want to get my my boots all muddy and such going out into the woods you know like that kind of thing like yeah you know so like you could just kind of do it whatever i mean like my runes were carved on the hood of my bronco yeah my old bronco so like you know like it doesn't always have to be the pomp and circumstance sometimes it can just be like whatever you're doing yeah you know yeah um i would say number five should be uh, like sort of on that uh like in that vein is like um find magic in the mundane oh that's a good one right find magic in the mundane if you're making dinner you know what make make your dinner magical or whatever like you know what i really love to do let me tell you super double secret you want to make like uh you want to make like uh uh you're having a salad for dinner a little bit more magical when you're putting your dressing on there put the dressing in the shape of a star or like a symbol of some sort i think that it's probably better to say it's like finding magic in everyday things yeah well in 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 the mundane things that you do yes right in in this in that boring thing that you always do like one of like a big thing for me is numerology um i'm like a weird numbers person and so like for me a great example of this is that like um like oh i'm slicing cucumber to put on a salad i always slice like five you know cucumber coins and put on the salad and like space them out evenly and then put everything else on there right and it's because to me like that's the thing or when you're like make when you're like stirring a sauce you know like i'm gonna be stirring a sauce up because i'm making spaghetti you know like stir it clockwise say a little bit of say a little a little something special over the sauce while you're stirring it or like if you're um you know if you're doing work you know at a like a computer 
and you're typing away and all this kind of stuff, you know, have a have a notepad open that you can just sort of like alt tab over to write down something interesting that you're thinking about that's magical, you know, or like, man, you know what I miss? I used to do all the time. I think it was in Windows 7 had uh, sticky notes like that. You could just like put all over your screen inside oh, Windows. Yeah. And I would like write like little reminders, little like magical reminders on sticky notes and just put them around my screen in real life. I would do this like after windows seven stopped being a thing. Um, I literally like use sticky notes and like leave them around as just like little magical reminders. Like uh, at my desk uh, at the brewery before I left, I would like be like, Oh man, like, you know, I'm thinking of this symbol or whatever. And I'd like draw it on a sticky note and then just like put it at my desk. And then yeah. every time I look, I think I look at it, it's like, oh, yeah, boom. Like, you know, calm minds yeah. and, and, you know, steady hearts or yeah. whatever. Well, I was trying to find this post, but I cannot find it. So I'm going to have to do my best to not butcher it. So I was reading a post on Reddit fairly recently. And this person was it was kind of like I want to do like I, this person posted and was kind of like I want to do magic every day. Like, what are your which is like, what is your thing? And one person said, every day I drink tea. And that's part of my magical, like, ritual. Um, and then she, yeah. and then she, I don't know if it was a she, this person went on to explain that the way that they look at it is the, um, the tea is of the earth and the hot that makes the tea, you know, like the heat of the water is fire. Sure. And the... Um, Obviously, tea has water in it. That's how tea is made. Yeah. So that's the water. water. And then, and the then air off is the, the steam, yeah. the scent. And then the spirit is how it makes you feel. Sure, yeah. And I thought that that was so absolutely cool. I definitely thought that I made, I took like a screenshot of that to save for later. Did not do yeah. such a oh, thing. Oh, my, don't worry. Um, so I don't know who that was. So I can't take credit for that but i absolutely love that so yeah. for me i drink tea basically every day coffee gives me a stomach ache um so i that's fine generally... i drink enough coffee for five or eight <laughs> so i generally drink tea um it's kind of like whatever it is that i feel like but oftentimes i'm putting extra we buy our tea in bulk right yeah and i and sort like of make, make my own blends, blends yeah. of tea so i add whatever it is that i think i need that day either from like a magical perspective or like a the heart wants what the heart wants yeah, like a flavor <laughs> perspective yeah um so all of those things so tea is definitely one of those things and i would love to say that i pull tarot cards every day and i just do not yeah. so there are there, there some been, there stretches of time where I do every, day. every yeah. single totally, day totally, and yeah. then sometimes where I do not pull a card for like two months oh bro I haven't pulled tarot cards like since January yeah you know yeah I mean my my altar space is currently full of tools because right now my magical practice is constructing things <laughs> um but uh, but again that's that like 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 uh, I had to build some some uh, mechanical contrivances for our Etsy shop uh, to sort of like increase efficiency and like make things run a little bit smoother. And so like instead of just like busting out the tools and just like chop, you know going to town on it, I like made sure to draw plans and like I have my tools. I had my tools like set on the, my altar the entire time and like I did everything like with a handsaw and like like hand pre-drilling everything with like a hand turned drill. To, I like, mean, I know you're talking like, about it... why you didn't pull tarot cards, but what you're describing, and I know that. I was well, this is for this. this is this is like a way that you can make an everyday magical. thing magical. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, find magic in the mundane. Make the things that feel the least magical, that feel the most just 
like everyday practical every you know it's it's the the little things that we always do you know like oh i always you know it's like every morning when i get up i you know i brew myself a pot of coffee well like that's ritual that's the definition of ritual yeah or you if know? you have like jewelry or something that you always wear you can enchant that. a lucky tie well and you know again you don't even have to like like if like a great example is like if you have like a lucky jewelry or like a thing that like brings you comfort that's already magical right yeah so simply appreciating the magic found yeah. in that mundane item is the like thing yeah you know i think the thing that i probably do every single day because i don't even actually drink tea every single day just like most days but like i think the thing that i do every single day is i will spend just a few moments to outside to just breathe in and sort of take in the beauty of the world around me sure. just like a little tiny meditation yeah. break micro meditations moments of zen i call these moments of zen you get what with practice, you can find moments of Zen all the time, everywhere. And yeah. it doesn't need to be like, it, it, listen, it's going to start off with, you know, like, like any sort of meditative practice, you know, it starts off with like, you can't, uh, it doesn't feel like I'm doing anything and I'm just sitting here and twiddling my thumbs and I can't keep my mind from racing and all this kind of stuff. But it's because you're like trying to resist into meditation you're trying to like resist well, consciousness to achieve meditation and, and, and also, I, I like the statement unask the question it's like don't force yourself to meditate that's exactly the opposite of meditation well, also the more that you, you know? do that the more that you meditate the easier it becomes and yes. honestly i i have found that when i spend less time meditating it is significantly harder for me to get in the zone auto zone no um, no, it is significantly harder for me to get like in the headspace for meditation when I do not do it often. Oh, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. You, only, you know, practice makes, you know, makes exactly makes like you're, like you're yeah. rusty and then yeah. like all the thoughts start creeping yeah. in. It's uh, it's harder. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, uh, yeah. no, that, that's completely fair. I've I've been meditating for like the whole of my life. So this is one of those like practices that like comes naturally to me, which is why I find moments of Zen so like peaceful is because it's just like, you know, I'm just going to like fucking stare off into the void for <laughs> 30 seconds because my brain hurts from thinking about trying to solve this problem. And just like I find a moment of Zen and like achieve balance. Yeah. You know, hit zero, 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 zero. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, okay. So sixth thing, sixth thing. Um, don't judge your practice by don't practice. How, how do I say this? It doesn't matter what other people think is the way I want to say it, but I, I know that that's the wrong way to say it. It's like, don't practice in, don't practice because other people are saying this is the right way to practice. Your practice is your practice. Yeah. Well, don't, don't measure your practice by other people's rulers. Ah, you know what I'm saying? Don't measure your practice by other people's rulers. Like if, a, a very, very good example of this is you have people ask fairly frequently, well, like, if I worship Aphrodite, a Greek deity, but I'm vibing with Thor, a Norse deity, like, is that okay? Yeah, of course it's okay. What are you talking about, Willis? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Right? Like, just do your thing, right? Don't be judgy, which that's number seven, and we're just... 
I know that those are very similar, but like, don't measure your practice by other people's ruler and don't be a judgy jerk. Period. And those seem simple on the surface to understand, but it's real easy to fall into the, especially with the internet and social media and like witch talk and like witch and, and witch book. I don't know if Facebook has witchy stuff. I'm sure it does. Yes. It probably does. Yeah. I don't know. I use Facebook, Facebook primarily for, for like sure. for like pages elder, to follow. elder people in my family and Star Trek memes. Um, <laughs> that's that's really honestly all I use Facebook for. But like like like, it's real easy when you're seeing like oh you know because you'll see some person whose opinion on whatever particular witchy topic you're talking about makes a makes a broad statement like. Like, you know, make sure you're writing it down in your grimoire. And then all of a sudden you're starting to see a bunch of stuff where people are talking about grimoires and you're just like, I'm just putting this shit in my notes app. Am I doing it wrong? Well, you're judging your, you're judging your practice by somebody else's ruler, right? If somebody else wants to do like a big fancy grimoire and everything's written nice and all this kind of stuff, that's gangster, right? And more power to them. Not my, not my bag, right? Like for me, the way that I look at this and this, like, don't judge your practice by other people's ruler. Part of it is that like, don't conform to other people's ideas and like, who cares what other people think? Well, but But another part of it is like some shit you're just going to do different. Oh, for me, the prime example is like art. I genuinely don't understand how somebody can draw a human face. It's kind of magic to me because I'm just like, I don't know how you did that. What do you, what do you, what is that? They're like, oh, you just like do this and you do this and like look at this perfectly shaded human eye. And I'm like, did I have a, did I black out for a couple of minutes? What did you just do? I do not understand that. All art I do, abstract art. I cannot do like shit that looks like shit that it's supposed to look like at all. I'm just, it's, it doesn't work right in my head, right? Unless I'm like directly looking at it constantly. And even then, most of the time it's like, halfway through I kind of have to give up and go well, abstract but like, again. Everybody's you know? practice is a little different. Yeah, well, your practice you know? is your, your own. practice is your own and there's you shouldn't you shouldn't force yourself to or expect others to practice in a way that like you shouldn't in the force same way people that you do. to do it. Yeah. Yeah, you shouldn't force people to do it like you and um like if somebody does it different than you, of course we're not talking about instances of appropriation or hate, anything like hate, that. Hate shit. Hate stuff. Not, not cool ever. Right. Like if you if you're um, if you're being if you're doing hate stuff or you're being hateful, like fuck you, you're being hateful. That's like yeah. a completely different thing. But also and totally not what we're talking like, about. We're just talking about like don't be a judgy jerk. Yeah. And if somebody's doing a thing and, and the thing is is that like if somebody's doing a thing and you're like, that's the thing that I want to do, then like do that thing. A hundred percent, right? But like if you're doing a thing and then like you hear somebody saying like, well, you know, if you worship Greek gods, then you couldn't worship Egyptian gods. Or like if you worship, uh, like if you are, you know, whatever, like, uh, like, like, uh, we, I've had people before be like, well, if you're, if you're like, if you have your own practice, you gotta like write down all the rules of your practice. Which, like, that's not my vibe at all. That's, like, not my thing. Or, like, if you're, like, seeing a video or something online and somebody's using, like, an old spaghetti jar that they haven't taken the label off for a jar spell. Like, you know what you don't need to do? Comment on that and be like, ew, couldn't even take that label off. Um, Like, that's just not cool. Well, and you don't know the entire situation. Like, one, maybe they couldn't take it off. Like, maybe it's one of those labels that just doesn't want to come off. Trust me. As a, as a fan of beer labels, 
there have yeah. been a yeah. mini beer label where it's just that like really, this shit ain't coming my apart. Point is, but also, is, like again, don't be a don't be a judgy yeah, my, jerk. My point like, is, is don't be a judgy jerk. There's another maybe that's, maybe that's human being spaghetti. on the other side of this. Yeah. Also, maybe they're doing spaghetti magic. Yeah, you don't know what's going on here, bro. So like, yeah, don't, I know that that's a like kind of a twofer, but it's on the same vein, and I think that both statements need to be separate. Um, and equally stated, especially for new witches is like, don't worry about what other people think about the shit that you're doing again, unless you're being like a hateful monster, then, you know, fuck you or whatever. Um, uh, but also like, don't be a judgy jerk to other people. If your practice differs from somebody else's practice, that's fine. Honestly, that's the way that it should be. Right. If everybody's practicing a little bit different and talking about it with like open arms and like peacefully and with the intent of sharing and like, you know, that sort of thing. It's that it's that like, uh, you know, rising waters lift all boats kind of a thing. It's like if we're all working together to improve ourselves. Right. Then everybody gets improved because it's like, oh, hey, like you're practicing that way. Oh, that's cool. I practice this way. Like whatever. Like uh, like Julie and I practice incredibly differently. Like, very, very differently, right? Um, but, like, I had never done anything with tarot cards before you introduced me to tarot cards, and now I might actually have a tarot card-based problem. <laughs> well, I have a I think you monstrous... Have more I have more decks of tarot now. cards than you yeah. do. Yes, 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 in fact, I do. And some of them are, like, weird, kitschy, like, fun kind of decks, and some of them are, like, like hand-stamped on Italian paper, like... Yeah. Very, very fancy tarot decks. Kickstarter yeah. Is, yeah. A, is a dark place for me. Um, but like, so yeah, just like don't be a judgy jerk or whatever. Yeah. Well, you're talking about the tarot and the Kickstarter, and that reminds me. I think that, what are we at? Number nine? It's eight. Number eight? Yeah. So number eight is um, you don't have to buy everything. Yeah. Uh, I, I would say, you know, I was thinking about, I was thinking about this. Like, or rather, you don't like have to spend a bunch of money. Uh, to do witchy stuff. You don't need fancy tools to do a thing, right? And th- honestly, this is, again, this is one of those, like, like fine magic in mundane shit, right? I- I'm this way about, like, like more than just magical tools. Like, it's nice having nice things. Don't get me wrong, right? Uh, everybody loves nice things. But, um... Like an old an old cast iron skillet cooks just as good as that fancy new titanium stainless steel copper bottom skillet. Like just take care at when you're doing it and you're still gonna you're still gonna produce yeah. a fantastic pan sauce and an amazing meal. Yeah. You know, like like to use like f- the food analogy. But like, yeah, if if um you, you know, like if you need oh, you gotta have this Fancy, you know, you, you got to have these fancy candles to do this thing. You know what? Just a regular candles. A candle's a candle. Fire's fire. Water's water. Earth is earth. Wind is wind. And spirit's spirit. You know what I mean? So, like, intention is really the seat of magic. And the tools simply help guide our intention. Right? Think of it like, um... Think of it like, uh, um... What is it? Your symbol or whatever in, um... Uh, Inception. You know, everybody has oh, their like your totem. Totem. Thank you. Yeah. Everybody has their like totem in Inception. What the totem is doesn't matter, right? It's that it is their totem that matters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Well, also, so it's like you don't have to have the big fancy. You don't gotta have a hand-hewn oaken wand. Like if that's what you want to do, like rock and roll. But you don't have this big fancy thing. If you can't draw, 
but like art is a thing that you want to work into your practice well then just do like let your art be what your art is if if you can't have candles because of your living situation, you know, you live in a place where like candles are like an unsafe or not smart thing. Use an electric candle. Use one of them, uh, use one of them flickering, uh, like LED candles. Yeah. It's fine. It means well, the same thing you can also, because it's just a totem. It's a yeah. representation that helps ground your intention into reality or helps ground what you're trying to do essentially backwards into your memory because like a like a spell is a spell and a spell book is the place where you write your spells but in reality a spell book simply reminds you the path you have to take to accomplish the spell and the spell is functionally a, a bunch of ingredients to help ratify your intentions so in the grand scheme of things this is something they talk about in like um several fantasy books where it's like it's like you could just like think a spell and that like that's good you're still going to get a spell and of course you can like write it down and you can use tools and you can like do all this stuff which helps sort of ground it further into reality but like generally you're like you're like main character in your anime or in your novel often like doesn't have to do all the fancy hand symbols they can do it without the hand symbols i'm thinking like uh, full metal alchemist is a great yeah. example of that like he doesn't have to do all the circles and the drawings and stuff because his intention is so profound right his character is so bold of intention and character that he's able to just like clap his hands and my arms are a circle bing bang boom i'm doing magic now yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like, yeah, you don't always have to have the fanciest tool. You don't always have to have the the, the gold-plated scepter. You or know, you, Moldavite. Um, you know. <laughs> or Moldavite. Yeah. yeah. You don't need unobtainium uh, to accomplish this yeah, magic, dog. I, you can use... Pyrite works know, just as good. Whatever works just, you know, whatever works for what it is that you want. And yeah. sometimes it's a pretty rock that you found on the ground. Yeah. Often, I'm. you know what? I do a fair amount of, like, chaos magic, so you know that that kind of like helps a bit there uh but like my path to chaos magic was simply a function of me being like well i could care about what the like like what the meaning of this stone is or i can just use amethyst because it's the pretty rock that's my favorite pretty rock so i'm just gonna fucking use amethyst for everything which is why we have like pounds of raw amethyst and like amethyst crystals fucking yeah. all over the place yeah. it's just because like i love amethyst so i don't care if it does or does not mean the thing that it's supposed to mean for this spell i just want to put i put amethyst in literally every spell jar i have ever made yeah regardless of the intention of that spell jar i don't even know what the correspondences for amethyst are at all i just use it for everything because amethyst is my stone yeah you know what i mean yeah all right number nine number nine number nine um hmm. i got one if you need a minute do another one yeah don't rule out the mundane and that's why earlier i was saying every day as opposed to mundane because to me mundane means stuff that is not explainable by magic and what i mean by that is um, oh, sure, I guess that could yeah. be what my What I mean means. by that is, oh, you have, like, uh, you know, some birds that, like, live in a tree above you and you found a feather on the ground. Is that a sign? Or is that just the birds dropping the feather on the ground? Uh, going back to the trust your intuition one, like, that's up to you to decide. But also, like, not everything well, is a be, sign. Why can't it be both? I mean, it could be both. But my point is, is not everything has magical meaning to it. You know, if you've had a string of bad luck recently, like we have a friend who's had a string of bad luck recently, and 
well, let me tell you what, it's not because she was hexed or cursed. Yeah. She just is having a string of bad Sometimes luck. bad shit happened, bro. Yeah. yeah sometimes bad so shit happened. So never rule out mundane reasons for things. Never rule out the mundane. Yeah, well, never rule out a mundane reason. Yeah. I, I think is I think is definitely the right way to say that. Because like sometimes a magical thing is a magical thing. And sometimes you know, a great example. You got dogs in your house and you like put a little bit of ritual offering on your on your altar and you and you get up the next morning and it's gone. Maybe magical stuff. Maybe your dog just got on the counter and ate that shit. Or like maybe, oh, I put this rock on here and it just falls off my altar every time I put it up there. Maybe your cat just especially likes knocking shit off, you know. Or you dropped your bracelet do. and the beads broke. That's just because you yeah, dropped beats your bracelet. Break. I, I can't. I can't tell you how many times I have like torched necklaces because like like strings break. Yeah. <laughs> that, that that's why my good Mjolnir is on paracord, the most dangerous way. Yeah. Well, you like could I recently, make a necklace, I recently, which is why I keep it so tight so it doesn't get caught on stuff. Cause yeah. I work with power tools and on cars, and that's fucking dangerous. Yeah. Well, I recently broke one of my favorite rings, and uh, like that sucks, and we're gonna get it fixed. But uh, to me, that doesn't mean. That some sort of sign is happening. Yeah. Or some sort of thing yeah. is Maybe happening. Maybe you just banged just your happened. hand into some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So like, yeah, sometimes magic, but sometimes shit shit just happens. And knowing yeah, that is, chaos, is definitely bro. part of yeah. knowing is half the battle. Knowing, you know, trusting yourself in your, in your intuition and writing it down. There's a lot that goes into that. Yeah, so definitely. Number ten. Number ten. Big number ten. <sighs> number ten for baby witches. I think is to quote a very, very popular book from the nineties. Don't sweat the small stuff. Don't worry. Be patient. It takes time. You're not going to learn everything instantaneously. You're not going to fucking know it all. You're definitely going to learn. You're definitely going to like, no matter what stage of practice you're in, there is something that you are actively doing right now in your practice that you are going to learn. Absurd. Yeah, absolutely silly. Do it a different way. Way easier. Well, right? and uh, you, like, you're def, you're, there's there's always like you're gonna you're gonna be like I like I got this on in lock. I'm ready to rock and roll. And then you're gonna like read a book and it's just gonna like shatter your system. And you're gonna have to pick up the pieces and reassemble it and make a new system. And, and that new system is gonna improve because you have more knowledge. But like j like. Be patient. Don't sweat the small stuff. Or, Don't worry about all the all the all the the ins and outs. And you got like I gotta know exactly what I'm doing. You know, like uh, earlier in uh, what was it late summer for us when we did the the ritual with the family and everything. Yeah. And we had been like normally we like write out the ritual we're gonna do and we have like all this like planning and stuff and this like one this like one um um. Sabbath? It was Samhain. Yeah. 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 This last Samhain, we were like, oh, we're going to do all this. We're going to do all this. And we were just like busy and just never really got around to it. And like before we knew it, it was like the day of the, uh, this day of the Samhain party. Oh, no, party. I definitely re like had my ritual done. No, but totally for some reason, it just like didn't. It was just like it, it, was, it wasn't the thing that we wanted to do. And so we just like kind of wung it for a lack of better words. We did it from the heart is makes it sound way fancier. Yeah. Right. But we wung it. And um, we had people come up to us afterwards and were just like, that's way better. That was so good. It was, it, I've, it vibed with it a hundred percent. It was fantastic. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know? And so like, like, you know, and part of that dose with the small stuff is, is things like you, like you've heard us say a million times, you know, like, Hey, is, is, is bloody in bulk on a Tuesday 
you work Tuesday. Do it Saturday, man. You don't need to do it on Impulse. Don't worry about that stuff. Oh, you need a red candle and the only candle you have is a blue candle? You know what? Pull... Pull a uh, pull a Leo DiCaprio in um uh, <laughs> in Romeo and Juliet and just write red on the side of the blue candle. Yeah. You know what? Good enough. Sometimes you got to make do with what you got. Well, Sometimes shit happens and you just gotta like kind of roll with it. Yeah. Well, and it, it, it's not just it's not just that. It's also like being patient. So yeah. like the being first patient spell, is really the, big one. the first spell you do might not work. The 50th spell, the 500th spell may yeah. not work and that's fine. Yeah. But also it takes time. It takes time to meditate, learn how to meditate. It takes time to learn how to trust your intuition. Well, I mean, it takes it time, takes to, learn time to do that stuff. It takes time to feel like you know what you're doing going back to the baby witch thing yeah. a lot to of refine your practice and to feel like you like you got it there's a lot of imposter syndrome sort of like in there and infant infantilization of things but also infantilization. like yes uh and also <laughs> like you know just like not no. feeling like you know everything and that's fine yeah because you'll never know everything but you gotta operate off of what it is that you already know yeah and And not let it build stress i mean really the idea of like like don't worry about it be chill right is the idea that like i mean if you're if you're doing a thing where intention and like sort of like like boldness of character, right? And like the power of intention is sort of the framework with which the power flows to enact some sort of a, a, a ritual or practice or magic or spellcraft or what have you. Then like doubt weakens that structure. Doubt is the rust in the iron of intention. Yeah. Right? So like, that's fantastic. I just made that up. Um, <laughs> but like, 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 don't worry about it. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to screw stuff up. You're going to agree or disagree about completely esoteric and non-important shit, and that's fine. You know? There are going to be people who disagree with the thing that you're doing. Whatever. Ignore them. Right? Don't worry about it. Don't worry about this stuff. Because when you're worrying about it, you're adding unnecessary stress, and that stress, it's, it's, all it's going to do is limit. We don't gain shit from stress. We limit. So instead of limiting, free yourself from the confines of stress and from worry with regard to your practice, which will help you learn to do that with the rest of your life as well, which is helpful, obviously. Um, So that way we can all, so that way like you can improve yourself and you're more willing to learn because if you're not worried about, like if if you're not worrying about all these little details and you're not stressed out about, oh, I got to get this ritual done after I get home from work and feed the dogs and brush the carpet and start a whatever, like then I'm going to be able to do this ritual. And now all of a sudden it's late and you're not able to do it and all this kind of stuff. And I mean, like it's, it's so easy, especially nowadays to sort of like for, for the, the cart of time to sort of get out of your grasp, to like run away. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, it's 1130 at night and you're, what are you going to do this thing? And we have to do this and we have to do this and we have to do this. And, and and it's so easy to like, let that stuff sort of like add negative to your life and uh, your practice should not add negative to your life. 
right? It should be so, it should be about self-improvement and adding positive. And one of the ways to do that is to not worry yourself about the practice itself. Right? Yeah. You know, and and think about I think about all these little examples that we have in our lives to like learn from, right? You know, like right sword on a gun, now all of a sudden it's a sword. Leo DiCaprio, best Romeo, right? You know, like, that's absurd. That's so intrinsically absurd. But as soon as you start watching that movie, you're like, yes, 100%, believe it, makes sense, go ahead, whatever, don't care, right? You're just in, right? And that's, like, like, good art just takes you away. Good practice, you're just in. You're in the flow of it. Be the water, right? Yeah. Flow with your intention, flow with your practice, and learn. You're going to run into stones sometimes, and, and just flow around that shit, right? And sometimes that stone is a person who disagrees with you, and sometimes that stone is a book that you read that you're just like, oh, no. <laughs> now I'm into this also, damn. Yeah. <laughs> right? And that's fine. Just, you know, just kind of go with it. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that that's number 10. Yeah. And I think that those are, I think that, those, I mean, obviously these are just off the top of our head. We, we and there's, I can think of so that. many. <laughs> I know, I'm already tips. thinking like, do we want to do a bonus 11? No, we don't. No, no we don't. We don't have time today. for that. We don't have time for that. Um, but we can always do more if you guys have more. Um, but that comes down to the question, what are your tips? You've heard our tips. Um, if you agree with any of those, let us know. But if you have your own tip for baby witches, um... What's your tip? Leave that in the comment below. If you're a baby witch and you listen to this on the podcast network, on your podcast network, uh, check out our YouTube video and see what people have commented down there, um, as well as uh, in the description um, on YouTube. And I'll do it on the podcast as well. But it's just like more work to get to on a podcast. Um, I'll write the list of these ten things. We'll like we'll like gussy it up so it sounds nicer than just the ramblings of insane people but um (laughs) it happens but uh yeah you know i think that those are like good starter tips when you're like kind of new to a practice you know we've been in it for a while uh obviously a while enough that we're like this is our third year of the podcast it is This is our third year of a witchy podcast that's so crazy man it's so crazy yeah it's so crazy um and and we're still learning stuff constantly Right. And we're and we're still improving and we want this to be like a conversation and a community where we can all sort of, again, sort of like raise all boats. That's that's yeah. our goal here is to raise all boats and practice together. And it doesn't have to be the same practice. We don't have to believe the same stuff. That's totally fine. In yeah. fact, I mean, you know, the, the best form of practice is when everybody's doing something a little different. Yeah. And we're all improving and we're all learning and we're all sharing and we're all sharing with good intention. And that leads us into a place where we can all sort of learn together. And if you disagree, you disagree. Who cares? You know? Yeah. Don't worry about it. So, uh, yeah, I, I think that that's a, I think that's a good little list of 10. Yeah, I think so. You Absolutely. Know? So if you're, if you're new to all of this stuff, I hope that that helped. Uh, if, if you're old hat at it, um, what did you think? Do you disagree 100% with everything we just said? That's fine. Let us know. Um, <laughs> uh, totally. Yeah. Just let us know. It's not going to bug me at all. But uh, yeah, either way, uh, I've been John Norgrove. Thank you for listening. This has been Julie. Uh, this has been The Horn. And Cauldron. Podcast. podcast. Pub Chat Edition. And those were uh, 10 tips for baby witches. Um, novice witches. Novices in the craft. As it were. And uh, we will catch you guys next time. Stay magical, folks. Yeah. And don't forget, 
Breathe in self-confidence and breathe out self-doubt.